Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There is the music, and we are back underway. Cool Button Hockey Podcast. Moving on up, Wheezy. Moving on up. Episode number 112. I am in the Whitby offices. Craig is on vacation in the sunny south. Maybe you got a free trip out of it, Craig. Where are you? How did you fly there? Are you on Instagram? Bragging about it. I don't know about bragging about it on Instagram, but I'm in Cabo. You know, nice little eight-day uh, break on the beach with the family. So it's always uh, a nice little time at this. I always do this every year. I mean, pre-pandemic, right before we get into trade deadline and everything down the run into the playoff races and then into the Stanley Cup playoffs. So this is a nice little time. And, uh, you know, the weather will be great. It'll be warm. I'll be in shorts. I will not be in long pants. I will not be wearing socks. I don't like socks. Did you know that? I hate socks. I think socks is one of the worst inventions ever. If I never had to wear a pair of socks ever again, I wouldn't, you know? And so, you know what? Being able to wear my flip-flops and my sandals on the beach, it's about uh, 27 degrees. And in Fahrenheit, that's about 82. That's nice little weather to to enjoy this time of the year. (laughs) I'm like the NHL in terms of dress. No ties. You know, I remember my grade six teacher, Gord Donnelly. He was Mr. Donnelly. Great guy. Um, I would have been in the 1980 year, you know, Lake Placid and all those things. He brought the TV in. He said, enough of this. Brought the TV in black and white. You're right. And he just, we watched the Olympics all day. Paberski's bronze medal. Uh, and he said, ties, what stupid idiot. He said, and you know, let's put something around our neck tie it up so we can hardly speak and make it look like it looks good. So anyway, I'm, I'm a no tie guy. You're no sock guy. Uh, Craig, we're basically... Well, the halfway point's come and gone. By my math, by the time all the games are done before All-Star, it's 61% of the season. Now we could talk about the Bruins or McDavid or Carlson or Connor Bedard. Those are sexy storylines. Or maybe your Sabres are the not-so-obvious storylines. There's a lot there. But what caught my eye in the first half in watching the games, and let's use the longest running broadcast in the history of the world, did you know, program. It's Hockey Night in Canada. Um, Disney is number two. Number one, longest running program is Hockey Night in Canada. And I'm watching, and somebody tweeted yesterday, it's turned into gambling night in Canada. Now, we have a gambling sponsor on this podcast, our little podcast, you know? So we've got a gambling sponsor. TSN has a gambling sponsor. 
has it gone from don't mention gambling in sports unless you're the NFL to almost, you know, too much when it's in the broadcast, when when people are referring to it and they're on the show. Like if you're the eight-year-old kid, Craig, you know why I drink Molson? Because Molson sponsored Hockey Night in Canada. So they ingrained it in my brain. You know why I went to Esso? Because I told my dad, Esso, that's where I get the stickers and the cards. So we went, advertising works. Are we, is it gone so much that we think, now your kids are a lot older, that we're, that we're grooming people to take a wager, get into a pool? Is it, is it gone too far, Craig? Well, there's nothing illegal about gambling or betting. It's become more legal. I mean, people go down to Vegas to 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 go down and 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 to play play poker, play blackjack, whatnot. Like, what's the problem? Like, you know, we're, are we going to scream at the clouds again? I mean, gambling has become uh, you know more legalized across North America and a lot more places, and 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 so with that has become more uh, opportunity for the for the for, for whatever you are, the betting sites, gambling places to say. Hey, listen, you know what? We want to advertise our product. So, you know, hockey in Canada, hockey, you know, was a very uh, well-watched product. So why aren't you going to put your product out there? I mean, at the end of the day, you know, everybody, you know, the betting companies are saying, we want to invest in, in your product to help us sell our product. What's the problem? What's, I, I see no problem. Like it's it, it's just people that wanna that, like I said scream at the cloud. I, I I have zero problem with it. Zero problem with it. And the bottom line is, I mean, whatever you do in terms of advertising, you're you're trying to use it within whatever broadcast you're using it. And I would say this: people talk. You know what 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 I find ironic is some of the same people. And when I say people, I'm talking in a, in a macro sense. Some of the same comments that I get about uh, that I hear about betting and the betting companies are the same comments I get from, from a large group of people talking about, well, the salary cap, like, you know, well, you know, these are revenues for the NHL. These are revenues for the players. So you're going to complain about the salary cap and you're going to complain about the revenues coming in. Oh boy. Sorry. Nope. No problem. Listen, it's like, it, it's Steve, it's to your point, right? Like, you know what? Like McDonald's advertises on TV. Are we worried about, Kids, young kids, you know, maybe not getting nutritious meals because they're going to McDonald's. Like, and I'm, I don't, I'm not suggesting McDonald's doesn't provide nutritious meals, but is that where we're going to go? We're going to judge everything based on oh, what the effect could be long term. Listen, you know, if you're watching TV and you see betting, you think that that now that's going to create a problem for young people betting. I think the bigger problem is in the house. Well, that's a great answer. Um, and uh, you weren't sure I was even bringing this up. So, and I think with everything else in moderation, things work. So are we going to then ban and talk about Molson? I mentioned Molson. Are we then going to, well, Esso doesn't come into play. So I think in life, it kind of says, I can handle whatever it is that I can make as an adult decision. And I can talk to my kids about the right and wrongs. And there's a lot of things that are legal in you know many of the provinces and states now. So just because they are legal, that doesn't make it right um, in everyone's mind. It makes it legal, but you have to decide in moderation what you can or can't take. I think it comes down to saying, if you can't handle it, there's ways to seek help and you know control, in this case, what could be your gambling addiction. But 
if something works for the majority of the people, the group that it doesn't work for can't bring it down is what you're saying. If, if you can't handle it yourself, then don't gamble. If you can't handle the, the beer, then don't drink. And if we just said, well, one person had a problem with it, we're going to stop it for the rest of us. We're in another total societal issue. So it, it, it comes up and, and, and I think we bring it up because we're part of it here. So if I say Ron McLean brought up, um, Ben Franklin likes the lightning because, you know, discovering electricity kind of funny. So he takes the lightning and the lightning strike five times and they win. Um, it's really no different than me and you taking some bets and having a little fun. So I think it's part of a discussion of where we're at right now. You brought up the cap and we're going to get into people talking about luxury tax and something that I think will never happen. <laughs> uh, well, I, I think that it's the Alan Walsh's of the world that, Everything Gary does. Here we are coming up on the 30 year anniversary. But like Alan, you talk about transparency. We know what you want. You want a bigger check. You want the highest. You want McDavid to make 30 million. So the trickle down factor. We're not going to get a baseball style system when we're a smaller league in theory with more Columbuses and and for the fans that keep clamoring for it. Be careful what you wish for, because we'll have a twelve-team league, and your fan base probably won't have a team, right, Craig? If we had, if we had a luxury tax system or no cap, how many teams in the NHL would make it? Honestly, how many? Well, I, I don't know how many would or wouldn't, but and and, and listen, I have no problem. Like, I, like you know what? I, I I I believe in the free market. Okay, I, I do believe in the free market, but there are situations, and there are, uh, and, and speaking specifically of hockey where you're trying to affect the market, more markets in a positive way, okay? This whole idea that there's going to be a trickle-down, no, there isn't. No, there isn't, and there never was. What, what, what happened was, and, and we keep talking about the top-paying players, just look at where the average salary is at now. The average salary was nowhere near that without the cap. It wasn't near that. I worked in, in, like in, in, in the pre-cap system. I, I know where it was. When now teams see the other thing that people talk about with the cap and people, and I'll be straightforward. And, and Alan, Alan Walsh understands the cap. I'm not talking about him and, and his belief. Look, but a lot of people don't even understand the cap. You know, the other part about the cap that people don't understand, you have to spend at a minimum. You never have to do that pre-cap. You can have a $10 million salary, salary on, on your team. Now you have to spend a minimum. Like, you know, there's a ceiling and a floor. And the other thing that people talk about and, and understand, we had a pandemic. We had a pandemic. Like, th th that's why the thing is all squeezed right now. And until, until we break free of, 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 the, of, of the constraints that, 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 that resulted because of the cap, that's when it will open up again. I mean, there's already talk. Steve, you're going to be at the All-Star Game. You'll hear talk about how much the cap could potentially go up next year. Okay, so that's back and forth. But – we have 32 teams in here. That, all I know is this. Since 2000, that's 46 new jobs in the NHL. That's 46 new jobs and teams spending at a minimum. The average salary has come up. And this idea, yeah, okay, I have no problem. Could, could Connor McDavid make, you, you know, 30 million, whatever your number? Yeah, he could. But what, you think that that means that other players are going to get that? No, that, that isn't because every market now has to deal with their own constraints. And so the bottom line is, you know, a lot of people, and I'm the, when I say, when, when I hear comments about the salary cap, 
understand the salary cap before you start talking about luxury tax. Give me a break. It ain't happening. And the bottom line is for the economy, the hockey economy, the salary cap has been something that's been really positive for, 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 for the greater whole, for the greater whole. And I get there. There's some that maybe be held back a little bit. Okay. That's the way it is. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm free enterprise and you know, people say, well, how can you be a capitalist and, and like this system? It's different when you're trying to make, you know, it's it's the same thing with the draft. Okay, then let Connor Bedard go wherever he wants to go. No, yeah. we make it fit. We, you know, where, where do you think McDavid and Tavares and Stamkos and Hamilton and Sagan, where do you think they would all be playing? Right? Like, so let, let, let's, let's be really honest here. This is the system that tries to make it as fair for as many teams. We wouldn't have 32 teams. We'd have 12. And probably only one or two in Canada. Montreal was in trouble before. Don't you brought it up many times with George Gillette? Okay, let's just say two there: Rangers, Flyers, Boston. I think there's a Columbus, an Anaheim, and, and if, if some people love that and think it's great, right? Maybe you're oh, like a 12 team league. Okay, then you're one of the 12. So, so you like it for your for your club. But then less kids play because they're like, well, there's no team in Winnipeg, so I'm not going to play. I'm going to play uh, football. I want to be a Blue Bomber. Like all these things all work together. And the idea that once you get 50-50 and revenue sharing and are a true partner and you've grown from 400 million over 30 years to 32 teams and five or 6 billion, it's the, the best of all possible systems. That's just what people have to realize. And deep down inside, I think Alan Walsh knows it. He's just on his, it's the, it's the one thing that works for him. Would it work for him and his clients if there were 12 teams? Well, what if his clients went to the other two super agents and he didn't have so many clients or he had fewer clients making a bit more money? I don't know, Craig. I just think when it comes up, it's a moot point because Gary only needs eight owners, eight owners to vote against a new. And I don't even think there's even owners that are clamoring for a luxury tax, Craig. Yeah, but and let me just say this, okay? Gary, as, as he comes up on his 30th anniversary, just, just think about the growth of the game. Think about the growth. Think about how many teams have been added. Think about, there wasn't a, a massive, significant television deal until 2011 when NBC came in. And then Rogers Sportsnet came in in 2014 and pushed it up again. And now we have ESPN and we have TNT. Like, just think about all the, there was no interest in, in, in major television deals for hockey. Steve, that's, that's, that's less than 12 years ago in, 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 in 2011 when all this came about. Think of, just think about that. 2011, it's not like, so So we talk about the growth of the game. And I'm not here to talk about, you know, like, you know, one person. Listen, people have different ideas about it and everything. I'm talking about, and, and like I said, Alan Wallace totally understands the salary cap system. He understands it. And, you know, I understand that, you know, you go back to, to the lockout of 0405. You know, one of the things in military, they say, too many generals fight the last war. <laughs> like, you know, you, like stop fighting the last war. That war has been settled and done. And, I, you know, I'm not using war and analogies loosely. Like, what can we do to build the game? What can we continue to do to, to, to build interest in the game and everything? You talked about gambling. You talked about TV deals. There's lots of things we're trying to do. Yes, there's things that, in, in, in theory, you know, are, are absolutes. Like, you know, when I talk about theory and, I, and I'm like you, free marketer, free enterprise. Bottom line is there, there's different things and people go, well, what about soccer? Well, what about it? We're not soccer. You know, like we're not soccer. So stop comparing us to soccer. And bottom line is 
Jeffrey has, in his tenure in the league, has, I mean, it's a well-run league. It's, it's got lots of revenues. It's got more teams. It's got more competitiveness. And maybe people don't want that. And maybe people say, hey, listen, I, I'd rather have the big – okay, great. I, I get that. But it's not happening. And a luxury tax ain't happening. And I'll finish with this about Gary. You say eight on Gary has the support of all the owners. That doesn't mean like in any job when you're working for 32 people that there's not people that say, hey, what about this? What about that? But Gary hasn't been in this position for 30 years doing as well as he has without the support of all the owners. Sports Interaction is Canada's sportsbook. Here's how it works. Log on to SIA.com forward slash cool button pod. That's us. Hello. Log on. Deposit. Play and win. Craig, only a few games before the break. What do you like today? Well, yeah, there's only one game to like. It's St. Louis at Winnipeg. Rick Bonus on Saturday night talked about effort and process. Well, if that doesn't get a player's attention, I don't know what will. And what also gets your attention is the woefully weak St. Louis Blues are coming to town, taking the Jets to win at home. I'm taking Kyle Connor to score one goal and Hellebuck to only give up one goal. So that's the under two for Hellebuck, one goal for Connor, and the Jets winning. I'm taking the Jets as well to win big time, and here's why. They've lost three in a row. They've been outscored 9-3. Dallas is slumping as well. The Blues give up 3.6 goals a game. They're 27th in the league. People think Blues, Blues. No, and the Blues scoring is 22nd in the league. The Jets, by wiping out the Blues, will give you your over. I'm betting the Jets on the money line. And if you feel good, Cole Perfetti will get at least one apple because he's from Whitby, where I am right now. Ladies and gentlemen, please gamble responsibly. Canada Sportsbook is sports interaction. Log on, deposit, trust cool button with your money. We'll talk to you soon. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Before we get into final thoughts, and you might talking about what happened with... Uh, the Berlin Wall uh, and Leon Dreisaitl on uh, Saturday night. Um, this thing with Matthews and the knee and, and clarity about when an opportunity might present itself or the other thing about the Patrick Kane and Kucherov conspiracy theories, because it's come up again about realism. Like it's one thing if you need to get to, what is it, 24 days, Craig, to get on long-term injury. And it's another thing- yeah to hold out like could you imagine for one minute patrick king going what do you want me to do you gotta be kidding me you know these guys don't want to miss a practice let alone a game or shift um the kucherov situation may have been a little bit different in a longer term surgical plan and, and getting back on the ice and now the matthews knee injury so what is a legitimate knee injury and a timeline of three weeks what could a discussion point be of realism of an opportunity? Like I understand four days, long-term, a bit more space, but April 15th, you got to be kidding me. Like you, like to me and conspiracy theorists, but, but opportunity and realism. So let's use this as a, as a, an opportunity to discuss the cap, how it works and what little monies can be opened up that could get you a uh, Matthias Ekholm, whatever so where are you first of all on matthews is hurt and what would be realism of let's rest the wrist let's rest the knee for four days more not four weeks um an extra month to open up march 3rd money so let's be realistic here if it happened to you and you were the manager you were brendan shanahan well why this is they said he had a sprained knee i mean sheldon keith said he he was playing through the game. Then we had, had had an MRI. They they found a sprain in there. It's going to be three weeks. So now, so now all of a sudden, there's conspiracy theory. Three weeks. I mean, keep in mind, there's the All Star break. There's the there's the uh, uh, there's the buy for for every team now. Like like, well, why does everybody want to go to this? Let me tell you about and 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 conspiracy theories exist everywhere. They exist in every walk of life. So no surprise they're in hockey. You know, Kucherov. I mean, he had major surgery on his hip. Major surgery on his hip. I talked to a lot of surgeons, okay? Oh, I shouldn't say a lot of surgeons. I talked to a number of surgeons. Like, the timeline for Nikita Kucherov was exactly that. So, you know, you're sitting there, and no surgeon will tell you to have surgery if you don't need surgery. And, like, people go, well, you should have had surgery two months ago. Oh, okay. Like, talk to a surgeon and say if a surgeon's good. Like, but, but these conspiracy theories, you know, they get legs, and they get oxygen, and then everybody starts going about everything that goes about it. Austin Matthews has a sprained knee. You know what? There's there's lots of players. Shane Gostaspierre is out for four to six weeks. Is anybody talking about the Arizona Coyotes and like that? Is listen, long term injury reserve is is was meant to replace you know players that got injured for for long term, so your team wasn't penalized. It's actually a really really good concept in in the CBA. Now teams have learned how to use LTIR to try to gain an advantage. 
back to the big money teams have been able to use that a little bit better. So we, we understand that, the big market teams. But at the end of it, I mean, last year, everybody, th this is what I heard. This is what I heard across, uh, you know, heading into the GMs meeting. Long-term injury reserve. It's going to be a big discussion at the, at the GMs meetings. It took all of about 120 seconds for the GMs and, and the league executives led by get to realize long-term injury reserve is not an issue. But that's all we heard. Just like now all we hear is these conspiracy theories. Austin Matthews has a knee injury. He has a sprain. They said three weeks. So what do you do? So basically, call the Toronto Maple Leafs liars. Tell them they're going to extend this forever and ever in a day. Go ahead. But like the Toronto Maple Leafs, we, we ask for transparency and then we and then we then we then we question their transparency. Okay, go ahead. Then question everything. All life is a is a is a conspiracy theory. You know, I had a friend I grew up with. It was funny. He said, all oh, the league's fixed. They already know who's going to be in the Stanley Cup final. I said, yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, you know, when I get those, <laughs> you know, I said, yeah. I said, <laughs> like, I mean, what, what do you, how do you argue with that? How do you argue with it? So I don't. Yeah. And um, there's some conversations that you dive into. Others, you might dip your toe Others you stay neutral and others you just run from. I mean, that's your way of, of running from it. And off air, we've talked about buddies and friends who know. And um, I had a recent conversation and somebody didn't like X amount of rules. And the third party that was there was a buddy said, I like the way that you maneuvered through it. Didn't tell them you're a stupid idiot. And here's why. But uh, did convince them about all the rules that the NHL has implemented since 05 to now and how they've worked statistically to improve the game. And make it all work from puck over glass to the trap to everything else. It's all in, you know, conjunction. All these dominoes are together. Is everything perfect? No, uh, but it'll never be perfect. Officiating will never be perfect because it's judging figure skating. So you think that's a great sow cow. Uh, you think that's a great triple Lutz. Uh, I don't. So I'm giving it an eight. You give it a seven, whatever the situ situation might be. Um, but back to our Matthews discussion. It's one thing to say, oh. 24 days. This is 21. Huh? If we, you know, if we pushed you or held you three days, that's another story, right? Craig, that's the story of realism of saying Pat Quinn said when the player thinks he's ready and he has that great practice before the game to come back into the lineup, you know what he did? He sat him out for one more. He sat him out for one. Those Pat Quinn. So you're ready to play tonight, Craig? Let's see how you practice at practice. Let's see how you are at the morning skate. And then you come in sweaty, ready, and he says, you're not playing tonight, you're playing Thursday. That was his way of not bringing him back too early. That's Pat Quinn. That's not my rule. That was Pat Quinn's rule. Now, one more day or whatever is different if it means a player. Are we playing mathematical gymnastics is things that like I use the Leafs as an example. You've already gone on a record said the Leafs are going to lose to Tampa again. Like, I don't know what's going to change unless Dumba and Eckholm are part of like you watch Ryan O'Reilly play recently. You've seen what Justin Hall and these are the two of the top four defensemen on the team. It's one thing if you can't handle Brady Kachuk. How are you going to handle Stamkos, Kucherov, Point, Marchand, Pasternak? Like, what would change? So the reason this is in play now is I get it if it means an extra couple games, days for 
For who? Is Ben Sherrod leaving Detroit? Like, without something, the Tasmanian devil, like, without something, how do they go back into the playoffs, go back down the road? It's like the wily coyote and the sheepdog. At the end of the day, the sheepdog, right? The coyote doesn't get the, the, the sheep, like, the, you know, that cartoon. What would, what would change? Like, I, I don't get what would change, Craig. You tell me what would change. Well, well, how about this? How about if I tell you how the CBA handles long-term injury reserve? You know, if there's any, you know, the league goes and evaluates. You, you can't just decide I'm going to put that player on long-term injury reserve. Like, you, you can, then you have to have the medical documentation, right? And so the, the, there's mechanisms within the CBA to deal with nefarious activities with respect to long-term injury reserve. So they go and like, you know, if, if the team doctor says, no, it's this, and, and there's questions, the league can go to an outside medical opinion and say, hey, listen, you know, what do you think about this? And, and this has continuously been the case with long-term injury reserve. Teams can't just go decide, I'm going to go put this guy in, and, and, there's, and there's no checks and balances. There's checks and balances in the system with long-term injury reserve. So like while teams are looking and going, well, well okay, maybe this could help us somewhere down the road. Uh, like with, with, you know, accruing some, some salary cap space, that's great. But like, you know, like long-term injury, like it's 10 games or 24 days. So like, you know, do you want to miss, like, if you look at the time frame too, it's not 10 games, right? It's only 21 days. So when you look at the Toronto Maple Leafs and you look at Austin Matthews, you know, like they're going to convince Austin Matthews that, okay, we're going to keep you out here. We're going to be able to help you come playoff time. But you're not going to be able to convince the league, and it's not going to be allowed. So bottom line is, long-term injury reserve, teams have understood. That's why Brent Seabrook gets traded, and and, and a team picks up that. Because they know he can't play. It's already been settled, right? So now they take that contract to be able to use it to their advantage. With an injury to, for any player in the NHL, it, it, it better, if not better, it has to be legitimate. And for you to accrue anything of significance, it has to be long-term. Long-term is the key thing here. So, like, go ahead. Like, Austin Matthews, like, having a sprained knee is, is, is not something that, you know, is, it, 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 that, that people should look at and go, oh, oh, look at the Toronto Maple Leafs. Look at what they're doing. Oh, I know what they're doing. <laughs> Again, he's got a sprained knee. Let's just take it as a sprained knee. But if it was 21 days, realistically, they can go to 24 and claim those 24 days. You need to be on long-term IR for at least 24 days, according to the CBA. Or, or 10 games. 10 games or 24 days. Yeah. So Whatever comes first. Yeah. So the realism would be if it's eight or nine and you say, um, Austin, we're, we're here's what we're doing. You're not going to like it. Like, that's the only thing that might be you know, contentious, but realistic, Craig, if you're saying, if you do this, we think we can afford X or it opens up more money. Is is that realistic without being a conspiracy theory, Craig? I don't think, well, okay, you're going to open up more money. So Austin Matthews, I mean, the, the whole money is, is prorated over days. So how much money you accrue with Austin Matthews, let's just say he's out for 24 days. So take whatever, $12 million and divide it by seven. So now you, 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 you let's just say you, you're able to, gain $900,000 in cap space. Okay, great. You're gaining that. Teams are trying to always trying to gain like as, as much cap space as they can. And when long-term injury uh, reserve 
possibilities come up. Yeah, they're looking at that. But you, you can't just tell the player, hey, listen, sprained knee, but we're going to put you on long-term injury reserve. And you have to document it. It's there for everybody. Somebody goes, wait a second, that's a knee sprain. That's two weeks. Keep in mind, too, you know, Austin Matthews was named to the All-Star game. He's missing the All-Star game. That documentation has to go to the league, or he's suspended for one game for not participating in the All-Star game. Yeah. So the league's on top of this. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. Uh, I think great discussion. I think we've had uh, 30 minutes of a great discussion. Uh, final thoughts. So uh, I'll go first since you were talking about uh, LTIR. Um, Bruce Cassidy on his team and on Jack Eichel. And it just made me think not so much about time to leave in Boston because I like Bruce and he's very demanding. It has made me think, where has been Eichel lately? And Vegas not winning the Pacific, which is up for grabs. I think it's actually going to end up being the Edmonton Oilers. I I really do believe that the Oilers are going to have a better second half, although we've played 61% of the year. Uh, And something's not right there. And the importance for those who don't believe in leadership and the C and the captain, that it's Mark Stone that stirs that Vegas drink. And look at this club when he's in and out of the lineup. So Stone is out. Eichel gets called out. Vegas and Aiden Hill and Logan Thompson. Something's not right there. So I'm going to say Vegas doesn't win the Pacific. It's the Oilers that march into the spring, um, which will make the playoff chases so much better this year than last year. But something's not right as Eichel gets called out by Bruce Cassidy. I love the drama. Uh, They don't on the strip as he tore a strip off number nine. Well, I got to go goalie situation. Talking about Sheldon Keefe, how about when he his comments about Matt Murray, you know, not being able to go in the game last Friday and saying it puts uh, his goaltender Ilya Samsonov in a real tough spot. Talk about, you know, transparency. Sheldon Keefe was none too happy with what transpired with Matt Murray. And, you know, that's a situation. But on a happier note, Stuart Skinner shows up a little bit ill on Saturday night, cannot participate. So the call goes out to Matt Berlin of the University of Alberta Bears, Golden Bears. And he comes in and dresses as the the e-bug, emergency backup goaltender. And not only that, the Edmonton Oilers, with a significant lead, Jay Woodcroft says, young man, you're going to have your NHL moment. Not only does he get out there on the ice, but he makes a save. So his save percentage is 1,000. I would have to say that when he went back to campus life on Saturday night in Edmonton, that he wasn't buying any drinks. And people said, why are you showing up here so late? Well, I have to play a game tonight for the Oilers. You know, I made a save, you know, and I leave like that. And you know what? When your name's Berlin, shouldn't the last person to congratulate you is German-born Leon Dreisaitl? That's what happened at the end of that game. It was such a magnificent moment. And you talk about moments that live forever, Matt Berlin in there is another fantastic story for him and for the NHL. Great way to close episode 112. I'm sure they're yelling, uh, chug, 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 as he goes back to (laughs) campus and enjoys uh, a few Molson or two. Uh, You're on the beach in Cabo. Bruce is on the beach in Miami. Uh, I will join Brucey by the next time you hear podcast number 113, which I think is on Groundhog Day, right? Groundhog. What a movie, Groundhog Day, eh, Craig? Like, that's one of my Yeah. Fantastic. Yes, Mr. Bill Murray. Uh, For Bruce Bolton, 
um, on the beach, Craig Button in Cabo. I'm Steve Cooley. Hope you enjoyed episode 112. We're back again with 113. We're almost at the break. Enjoy the week, everyone. And then we'll talk a little all-star in the next episode. We'll see you then. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 